What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the For the Youth podcast, where we help the youth of today become the change for tomorrow. It's going to be an exciting day today, but before we get into everything that we're doing, make sure to like, share, and subscribe um, to YouTube if you're watching on YouTube, Spotify if you're watching on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, whatever it is. Check it out. Like, share, subscribe. Give it to a friend, uh, maybe two or three, and it'll be a great day. But anyway, we're joined today by the legendary... Beth, hey. you, FEMA, come on. Hi, everybody. That's awesome. We're excited, excited for her to be here today. Excited to be here. Yeah, it's going to be a great day. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to be talking about some cool stuff, but um, before we get into things, I just want to ask you just a, just, a, just a normal question, you know? Um, what, you, what are you drinking today? What's your favorite coffee order? Ooh, okay. I love coffee, yeah. um, just in general. I okay. drink too much of it. <laughs> I never feel over-caffeinated. Okay. So that has four shots of espresso. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's a quad soy latte. Grande, so- hot. Grande hot. There you go. Yeah, hey, everybody, it. check that order. Go get that the next time you go to Starbucks. Get exactly <laughs> what you just said. You said quad. Grande soy latte hot. Grande soy latte hot. Probably don't do that. It's Have you like had the I cold said, one? Is the cold one good? It is in the summertime, but it's not not for now. Okay. It's like 18 degrees, though. So. Do they do more than four shots of espresso, or do they have like a like a limit on that? Uh, I've, never, I've never asked. I'm I think they'll give that. you whatever you're willing to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> Give me eight shots of espresso. And he's like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm living on the edge today. It'll be great. But that's cool. That's awesome. Mine is probably like a, uh, it depends. Like, I like hot coffee when it's cold. I like cold coffee when it's hot. My thing right now, I just got this, I asked the, like, barista uh, what her favorite drink was. Mm-hmm. And she said, uh, caramel brulee latte. It's okay. Oh, it's so good. Oh, my gosh. It's like drinking, um, what did I say it was the other day? Oh, my gosh. It's like drinking, like, cinnamon toast crunch Ooh, and it's so good oh it's so good it's got like caramel and like whipped cream and like all the things but like the milk at the bottom of your cinnamon toast yes crunch bowl. if it was Warmed coffee up. yeah it, it's just amazing and you never think of like warm milk that's weird but like it's good it's really good so but anyway um we're gonna get into it but we're gonna be talking about prayer today um and beth has a quick little thing she wants to share with us and so um i'll let you take the floor sure cool Hopefully it's more a conversation, but um, yeah, definitely. as we talk about prayer, I just, um, you know, I think as with anything, um, when you look at Jesus's life, anything yeah. that he's doing, especially yeah. as a lifestyle is something that we can model our lives after. Definitely. That's good. So I just kind of wanted to, to begin by examining Jesus's prayer life. Mm. Um, and what we see Jesus doing is a whole lot of praying. Yeah, Jesus is praying constantly in scripture it tells us that Jesus would often withdraw to lonely places to pray. So yeah. he'd withdraw from his friends, his community, the work of the ministry, the crowd and get alone with God. Yeah. We see Jesus praying before he performs miracles. Mm. We see Jesus praying to give thanks to God. We see yeah. Jesus praying to heal people before yeah. he raises Lazarus from the dead, praying before his baptism at the Mount of Transfiguration, mm. praying at the last supper. Yeah. Um, praying for Peter to withstand the attack of the enemy that he knew was coming on his life. Yeah. So Jesus is praying constantly. He's praying before and during and after his crucifixion. And in fact, the last thing that Jesus does, the, his last words are a prayer. Yeah. And so yeah, good. Jesus's life was so marked by prayer that mm. his disciples said to him, teach us how to pray. Yeah. 
And so they didn't say to Jesus, teach us how to preach, mm. teach us how to draw a crowd. Yeah, talk about that. They didn't say, yeah. teach us how to perform the miracles you're performing mm. with the power that you're performing with. They say, teach us how to pray. Because there's something about Jesus's life that was so intimately connected to the Father through prayer yeah. that that's what they wanted access to. That's Come what on. they wanted to know how to do. That's so good. And I, I think, I mean, Jesus is the best example, right? Like anything that we want to look at in our life and measure it to, it's like, what did Jesus do? Absolutely. You know, the, the old WWJD. <laughs> what did Jesus Absolutely. do? Um, but no, that's awesome. And, um, you know, I think, too, what's profound to think about is what is Jesus doing right now? Yeah. He's praying. Hey. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father interceding Talk about that. right now for you and I. So yeah. he still constantly is making, is advocating on our behalf yeah. in prayer. And so, I mean, just in light of that, um, if this is the way that prayer marked Jesus is life, then we can't underestimate the necessity of it, the yeah. importance of it, and the power of it. And there's so many things that prayer accomplishes. We, mm -hmm. you know, we don't have time to get into all of all it. Of, but there's so <laughs> many. Like, it really, the, like, there's a lot. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's prayer produces intimacy with God. It's how we connect to God. Mm -hmm. Prayer is a weapon of warfare against the yeah. attack of the enemy. Prayer is how we see miracles made manifest in the earth. And prayer is really how the will of God is accomplished on the earth. So it's the vehicle of faith yeah. that God operates through as he works through us. So yeah. there's so many components of prayer, so much to study even in Jesus's own prayer life. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I just thought would be beneficial for us to talk about today yeah. is um, just three simple things that we can exercise in our own prayer life or grow in, in our own prayer life to increase that intimacy yeah. with the Holy Spirit in prayer, because I think that the intimacy that we have through prayer and our relationship with God is the foundation for the rest of it. And so just want this to be a conversation. would love to hear your thoughts too. Yeah, definitely. How, um, just um, you apply these things in your life yeah. as we discuss. I'm definitely be taking some of these. I'll, I'll tell you this. I love pointed like things like, Hey, I got three points. I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It just gives me, it makes me feel like, like sometimes like, like, I feel like motivational speakers do this. It's like, here are the top five things you can do this year to do this. And it's like, let's go. I'm going to do all five of these. It's like, like, all right, cool. Like, let's do it. This so. is certainly not an exhaustive list. There's so many more. <laughs> so many more. But, but here, here are three things, three things that we can do. Three things that we can do. Um, so first is that uh, I think all of us can grow mm -hmm. in our honesty in our prayer life. So prayer must Ooh. be honest. Yeah. Um, I think... You know, we that we are so tempted to come to God um, in the way that we ought to be, mm -hmm. or in the way that we think we should be, the way we wished we'd be, rather than the way that we are in the yeah. space that we are. Yeah. Um, whether we're deceiving ourselves, we don't want to admit to ourselves where yeah. we're at, or we, we somehow think that we're able to hide from God. But this is yeah. really just a result of sin. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. This desire to hide, because we obviously see this in the Garden of Eden, <laughs> yep. when Adam and Eve um, sin, and God's looking for Adam, and he's like, where yeah. are you, Adam? And it's not that God is asking that question because he doesn't know where Adam is. He's giving Adam an opportunity to respond with confession. Yeah. And so sin itself is going to want us to retreat or hide from God. God, but um, our ability to be authentic with God is the foundation of our intimacy with God. Mm. So we've got to be willing in prayer to be honest with God about where we're at, yeah. mentally, spiritually, emotionally, about yeah. the things that are going on in our heart and our mind, mm. about the things that we're feeling tempted by, even about the sin maybe that we're actively engaging in. Yeah. We have got to be willing to come to God in honesty about those yeah. things. I'll say this too. I think that honesty just really is a 
it's like a, a a measurement of how much you really trust. Absolutely. Like who you're being honest with. Mm-hmm. Like, and so like, I think about this with like my brothers, like we're so honest with each other. Like we've lived with each other our whole life. Like we could literally say anything to each other and it wouldn't hurt our friends. But like, yeah, you're right. I need to fix that. Yeah. And so I think having that same relationship with God, I think it honestly too gives us a good gauge of where our relationship with God is. Absolutely. It's like not even just a trust, cause like having faith in him, mm-hmm. but having the faith to trust that what you're going to say is he's not only just going to hear, but he's going to respond to, and yeah. he's going to help you get through it. Yeah. And so, like like you said, like, honesty is important. It is. And it's hard because it's risky. Yep. And especially if we've been hurt by people. Come on. We can project that onto yep. God. And so you're right. I think it is a measure of how much do we actually trust that he yeah. is who he says he is, that he is a God of love. Because there's yeah. nothing that we can say or do that A, is going to surprise him, mm-hmm. or, or B, that's going to turn him away from us. Yep. In fact, the opposite is true. We tend to hide the very things that we need Jesus to mm. engage with because it's yeah. actually his, his his having access to those things that creates the transformation that we're looking for. Yeah. So we can get in that loop of, of not bringing to him the very thing that is going to heal us. Yeah. And because we think the world doesn't want it. Right. We think that he doesn't want right. it. Like he doesn't want to get in the mess. Like, right. It's like, he's like, oh, I don't want to give him my mess because like he's going to... Do what other people did to me. Like you said, I love that you said that. Like we tend to project mm-hmm. this image on him and on how he responds based on other people. Yeah. Which is not the way. Like, like I think it's so great to know that we have a heavenly father that is not the person that hurt us, who's not the person that disrespected, who's right. not the person that lied to us. Because it it's an assurance to know that we can truly trust him yeah. and be honest with him. Yeah. But the source of unconditional love. Yeah. And you were just preaching about that at youth night hey. last night. Hey. <laughs> Little youth night yeah, plug. Hey, get to it. youth night. If you've never been to youth night, invite your, well, for one, invite your friends, but also come. It's a great night. Like, you can find lots of community, lots of cool friends, but anyway, shameless plug. You know. Um, it was great. Yeah. It was a great word. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, two is that uh, prayer, prayer must be a dialogue, not okay. a monologue. Yeah. Oh, so, that, this was hard for me. So <laughs> <laughs> I talk too much. Oh my gosh! But well, I think I think talking is a gr- to God and expressing yeah. everything that's on your heart and mind <laughs> is a good thing. He doesn't get exhausted by that. But I think that we can get and get develop a tendency where yeah. we're just verbally processing toward God without ever. Mm-hmm. Ha- without ever receiving from him. Yeah, that's good. And so I think that, um, I mean, maybe you have a friendship like this or a relationship like mm-hmm. this where you have a buddy that might come to you to, to share all their stuff, <laughs> <laughs> their perspective on things, what they want or need from you, but yeah. there's never room for, for them to receive from you. And it's yeah. not really maximizing the relationship. That's so good. And so I think that we can get into these prayer times where it's streams of consciousness mm-hmm. um, and it's not, taking time to sit and listen. And so I think we need to develop a discipline to actually just sit in the presence of God and wait on him to hear from him. Maybe even decide you're not even going to get up until you do. And it might not, it might not be that you hear God audibly. It might be, you might get a word from him, an impression from him. Maybe you just need to sit in his presence and experience the fellowship of his love. Sometimes I just discipline myself to just sit in his presence and that's enough, but we need to create space for God to minister back to us um and so i would say this though is that there's one caveat to that is yeah when you expect god speak to speak to you you mm-hmm. have to be prepared to obey <laughs> what he says to you Sheesh. 
And so I think sometimes we don't Dang. actually yeah. sit down with God because we don't want to know what he's going to tell us. That's so good. Because there's a requirement to that. And so... It, it requires sacrifice. It does. But the crazy part is this is like Jesus like invites us into mm-hmm. that sacrifice of like he went and died on that cross. And then the word says like, if you want to be my disciple, pick up your cross, follow That's me. That's it. Like die to yourself, die to your flesh. That's like, it. Die to, to, to the fact that you want to hear people tickling your ears. Like, no, no, no. Right. Like, like you have to hear the truth because right. the truth, what does it say? The truth sets, sets you free. free. It does. Right. And so I love that. I think one of the things that I feel like I've seen in my life and just have really watched other people is that, um, and I think, I think Elevation put out a song or Elevation Maverick says like talking to Jesus, like talking, oh, it's yeah. a conversation. Like you say, yes. like it's, it's such a conversation. Like, um, if we're not willing to listen, then it makes it a lot harder for us to, to really be obedient. Right. You know, like, like I, I used to get on my parents' nerves because I would never listen. They'd be like, take a trust. I'm like, cool. And I just wouldn't do it. It's <laughs> selective like. Selective hearing. Selective hearing. Yeah. That's what my, my mom says. All the time. She's like, so you got selective hearing. Like, you're only deaf when, when, when I tell you to do something. I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> but like, just, I feel like as we grow in maturity and yes. understanding that God's for us, that he wants the best for us, not just now, but like the best for the people around us and for our eternity, like, we're more willing to listen. Absolutely. And I wish I had gotten that earlier. It was like, not even just with God, with my parents, with people around me. When, when we're in life, we want, we have people around us that care for us, that love us. And they're telling us the truth because they really do love us. They really do care. Right. And we just gotta be willing to listen to it and obey it. Like, right. like you're saying, but we get, we get fearful because we think that we want, actually want the thing that we're hanging on to. But oh man, yeah. We think we do. Mm-hmm. We don't understand that the freedom's actually in the surrender part. Yeah. Like I mean, I'll just from my own experience, I'll share a story of like I what I had a I had a bad habit that the spirit had been convicting me about for yeah. a long time, but I wouldn't look him in the eye about it. You know, it's just mm-hmm. this nagging voice over here. I wouldn't obey. Yeah. Till one time, I did ask him to speak to me. Yeah. And I'll never forget. He said to me very clearly, "Don't ask me something unless." Don't ask me something unless you're prepared to obey. That is what he said. And then he told me in that moment to put that thing down. And I knew that I had a choice to make. If Mm -hmm. I didn't obey, it was going to hurt the relationship. And that wasn't worth it to me. Mm -mm. So the intimacy with the spirit is is worth protecting at all costs. So when he speaks and you obey, it's going to cost the relationship Mm -hmm. if you're not willing to do that. And that's not worth it. The thing is, is when I put that thing down, though, those chains fell off my life yeah, and more chains fell off my life. Mm-hmm. So the freedom is in obedience, even if That's we're so hesitant. Good. And That's so, so good. it's just, it's important. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. It's express so good. Enough. Yeah. Um, so the last thing, um, is that, um, prayer must be made in faith. Mm. So when you come to God, yeah. don't just come, cavalier to check off a box like yeah. come to god believing believing having for the an thing, expectancy an like, expectancy yeah. that you're gonna see what you're asking him yeah. for that's so good um we know that the scripture tells us that a prayer made in faith is effective we know that but it also does this other thing in us is that when we pray in faith and we see that it's effective, it mm. produces a dependency on God. Yeah. That dependency on God produces greater intimacy with God. Yeah, that's so good. So the more that we're willing to pray in faith, the greater our dependency becomes, the yeah. greater the intimacy in the relationship because you grow in your need for him the more you rely on him. Yeah. And so too, I think it's 
faith is a really hard thing to quantify. It's like, well, how do I, I don't know if I believe God. How mm-hmm. do I believe God for more? I would say the way that you believe God for more is to ask for more, hmm. <laughs> to pray for more. Yeah. So go big or go home. Go big or go yeah. home. Like if you are struggling to believe God for something, confess that in prayer. Be honest about That's that. Good. Like God help my unbelief, you know? Yeah. And so, um, I would just encourage you, like, prayer itself is an act of faith. It is. You're praying to an invisible God for an outcome that is not here presently. You're believing for something. So mm-hmm. if you're trying to grow your faith, continue to ask God for more. Yeah. And yeah. And experience his power, you know, through yeah. through through prayer. Because you That's will. So good. It's inevitable. It's I, I heard I think it was might have been John Piper, somebody said a quote of talking about like when they talked about prayer of um, when we pray, it's like our dependency on God. It's us depending fully right. on him. If we didn't pray, it means we don't depend on him. Mm-hmm. You know, we're like we're self-sufficient. We're self-sufficient and we can, oh, I could just figure it out myself. It's like, no, 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 we need help with everything. That's like, right. God, I, I'm praying when my, when I don't know how to change my time, I'm like, Lord, help me. <laughs> like, please, send somebody yeah. to help me or help me figure this out. Teach me something like, yeah. but it's just being able to depend on. And the great, the great part is we can depend on him because he doesn't fail. Right. Like when we pray and we trust him, we can we know that whether we get it exactly how we thought we would or we don't, we can trust that he's still going to be faithful to answer. He will show up. He doesn't fail. He doesn't quit. He doesn't give up. He doesn't mess up. Right. Like he's he's got it. It's on his time. Yeah. And um, I just love that. Yeah, that's so good. Praying in faith. Praying we got to pray in faith. Yep. Let's go. And that's when you great. lack faith, pray. <laughs> yeah. Hey, pray for more faith. That's yes. your God help me, please. Yeah. Um, but no, that's so good. Thank you for sharing that with us yeah, today. Yeah, absolutely. Seriously. Yeah. Um, I think for us, um, just as we're here talking, and I, I feel like just for everyone watching or maybe you're listening to this, that um, I challenge you to what you said today. Just pray. Pray. Pray honest prayers to God. Seek him. Trust that he's there. He's listening. Mm-hmm. Know that it's not just you blabbing and saying all your things and running out the door. No, no, no. It's a conversation. And yeah. pray in faith. Pray and believe that he will do what he said he will do. Mm-hmm. And not only that, that you can trust him with your prayers. Right. Like you can trust him with your prayers. That's so good. Um, and before we go, I want to ask you just a few questions sure. just to kind of like um, on this topic of prayer. But um, some of them are just more personal questions, just like like your experience with prayer in your life and what yeah. God has done. And so here's the, here's the first question. Um, what has been a pivotal moment in your life of seeking God through prayer? Mm. Um, I think it's two things, mm-hmm. two stories, if I can tell them quick enough, um, yeah. where it's like, you know how you, when you experience God a certain way, like there's no going back from yeah. that. Like, yeah. So uh, I'll share two stories where I experienced him come through in prayer in such a way that I was like, I learned a new name of mm. God. Like it was, there was no going back after that. So good. Um, one was I was newly married and I was really young when I got married yeah. and a young believer, like yeah. not super mature in my walk with Christ, but um, working for a ministry. Mm-hmm. And so we were newly married and didn't have a ton of money because mm-hmm. it's a new ministry. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that all. ministry budget, y'all, hey. uh, y'all know that about that. <laughs> Treasures in heaven. Amen. Um, <laughs> But we were living with another family that were incredible and so generous with their lives to open mm. up their lives to us and create space for us. But yeah. we've been living there for some time. And, you know, just as a newly married couple, it's like you just at some point you really get to the point where you need your own space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I know that and right so, there. Like, I'm sorry. I'm fine. I'm joking. I'm joking. Bad so, joke. <laughs> my gosh. And so um, I remember we were... Uh, 
we prayed mm-hmm. um, on the floor of our closet. I remember, yeah. I'll never forget, laying on my back. And it was such a simple prayer, but I, I confessed to God what I believed we could afford. It was a certain amount. I believe God Come we on. could, this much per month, we could have our own space. Yeah. Well, it was no less than like a month later, we were approached by someone at the church who we were acquaintances with, but we did not know very yeah. well at all. Yeah. Um, our first actual conversation, mm. he came up to my husband and I, and he said, hey, I want you to know that my wife had a dream wow. about the two of you. I'm renting a house right now, but in September, I believe you're going to move in, and I'm not going to charge you more than X amount per month. Rent, not just rent, utilities included. Yeah. It was the exact number that I had prayed for in that closet. That's crazy. So in that moment, it was like I learned that like God wants you to pray specifically like pray specifically because he might answer that prayer specifically. So how specific and, do you want to get? Yeah. And it'll, you'll be shook when I have you oh, like, what yeah. in the world? Like, I, and it's not, it was so much more than just like learning that God was provider and that yeah. God answered specific prayer, but it was like, holy cow. Like it was such confirmation that we were at the right place. Like, yeah that we were exactly where we were supposed to be Come on. that oh my gosh. that God was coming through for us. And mm-hmm. so it just washed away so much doubt, yeah. you know, just so ever since then, I, I just have learned to pray very specifically yeah. about our needs. Um, the second thing I'll share, um, was more recent. Uh, my, so it's March, 2020, my best friend's son was diagnosed with acute myeloid leukemia. Mm. Um, like, two weeks before the world shut down with COVID, maybe yeah. one week. Um, and it was a, it's a very aggressive type of leukemia and the prognosis is not great. Yeah. We had um, one of the worst cases the doctor had ever seen. Yeah. Um, and so it was actually like a week before flavor. And so Pastor Tammy had mm. that whole room of women. It was like a thousand yeah, women like pray. Like to the top of the auditorium. Oh, I remember gosh, that. That was crazy. It was so powerful. The confetti. The confetti <laughs> that's still falling from the ceiling. Literally every Sunday. Every Sunday. Um, every time the Holy Spirit moves, it falls. Um, you're at Fred, you'll see it. So look <laughs> up. You'll be seeing them. So it was just, you know, she led the room in prayer that day. Mm. And it was just a whole journey marked by prayer. I mean, there are people praying all over the world. But yeah. it was such a roller coaster up and down roller coaster of like good news, bad news, Mm. good news, bad news, but miracles all the way. Come on. Um, it just really challenged my prayer life to like war. Mm. Like when you pray, you're not just going to get always. Sometimes God will heal in a moment, but sometimes God's having you win one battle at a time. Yeah. And he's teaching you something through that struggle that you wouldn't get otherwise. Mm -hmm. So he's forming something. He formed something deep in me in that process. But I was on vacation and I got really bad news. Uh, so Jen called me and um, they thought he was like relapsing. And so the doctor yeah. um, said, who's not a believer, said, hey, you need to get mm. your church to pray. And she's really? not even a believer. But she's like, this is like Hail Mary. Like if you have any faith, you need to access it. Because yeah. um, we're looking at really significantly bad news. Wow. So I get up early in that morning and I decide I'm going to go walk the perimeter of this lake in prayer. And Mm. I remember feeling like I, my head was swimming and I couldn't get focused and my mind was all over the place. And I, and I was like begging God, but half-heartedly, I was feeling so defeated inside. And the Holy Mm. Spirit said to me, he says, are you begging me? Because I've given you, haven't I given you authority? Wow. And so it changed in that moment, it like snapped me out of it. And I stopped praying to God begging him or coming at him. And I, and I started to declare with the authority that he'd given me for his healing. It completely yeah. changed my posture. 
and I, I got like, I got my faith back. I got like power back in my prayer. Yeah. All that to say is that boy still walking in his healing. Come on. Yes, he is. So I just, I learned to pray with authority, mm-hmm. um, despite and against all odds <laughs> through that season and yeah. just watching supernatural thing after supernatural thing. Like there's, there's nothing that I don't believe God can do Come at this on. point in my life. Let's go. So two things. Two things. <laughs> Sorry, that was long, no, too long that, stories. Like, but. That's powerful. <laughs> like being able to witness, um, God move, especially mm-hmm. watching others. But like when you experience it in your own life, it yes. definitely changes. Um, the way that we do things. But yeah. anyway, thank you so much for being here today. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate I love it. you guys. Y'all are well, the best. All right, y'all. Well, <laughs> thanks for tuning in today. Thank you, Beth, for being here with us. Absolutely. We're so grateful for you. And uh, if you're seeing this again, remember to like, share, and subscribe. Um, share us with a friend. And we'll see y'all next time. Peace out. Thanks for joining us on the For the Youth podcast, where we help the youth of today become the change for tomorrow. If you like this podcast, make sure to like, subscribe, and share with a friend or two or three. And don't forget to follow us on all social media at lifepoint.yth.